go Where the fire serve cold But the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow The bulls keep it running, the socks run the south The cubs run the north, but the bears run the house Two Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street Any team make a move and they never skip a beat And in this house, this is where we be Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z Welcome, welcome, welcome! Welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah! Episode 48 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and ACSI, along with Great Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to greatclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go get your official TCSF shirts now. Go get them. As always, I'm Big Z, and I'm here with my boy, the man, the myth, the legend, E-Rock. What up, E? What's up, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome in. If you're a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us those five stars on your listening app of choice. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash truechicagosportsfans slash support. Z, let me tell you a little bit about our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring. Whether residential cable installation, fiber to the home, or commercial structured cable wiring. Z, let me tell you the most impressive thing about ACSI. During these hard times, the ACSI crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales, technicians, and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech, that's ACSI.tech, and click on Careers to Apply Today. Go get you a job. Go get it. What's good, Z man? How are you doing? How was your week? Week was good, man. We're, we're wrapping it up at the uh, you know at the school, so you know counting down days. I got like three to more days of work, and okay. then two months of vacation, baby. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounded like you started the party a little bit early. I can can hear that. <laughs> you got that cigar voice uh, today. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, uh, was able to get together with some friends, and uh, yeah, we had some cigars and some whiskey, and there you go. Yeah, you know, I saw the sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week, bro? Good, good. You know, uh, wife and I went out and had our uh, anniversary celebration. Uh, we've been together for nine years. We're married for nine years together for a lot longer, but we've never actually gotten a chance to go out on our anniversary and celebrate. So our anniversary is coming up on Tuesday. So happy anniversary, uh, Kim and uh Speaking of anniversaries, is she going to listen to this? Because she usually listens at the end of the show. She'll listen. She'll, she'll <laughs> listen. If, if I tell her I, I, I mentioned her, she might listen. But listen, speaking yeah. of anniversaries, uh, this Sunday, this June Sunday. 13th. Sunday, this Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, do not forget we have our one-year anniversary celebration Sunday, June 13th. Uh, tickets are going to be $20. It will include a free drink ticket, and proceeds will benefit local charities. Uh, come on out and see us at District 
in Wicker Park, 1540 North Milwaukee from 6 to 11 p.m. Uh, live DJs, DJ J Funk, we had on the show a little while ago. Yes. Uh, DJ Flymax and DJ Technique. Oh, boy. Uh, we are presented by all of our great sponsors, 606 Media, Grit Clothing Company, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, Shine Native, North Caesar, B-Pong Chicago, The All Net Podcast, Blaze Football, and Anchor. Wow. Talk about an all-star lineup for DJs. I'm like, if you want to get down, you've been cooped up and yeah. sitting on the couch. It's time to go move move, move your uh, hips out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and ladies and gentlemen, it looks like June 11th will be the date where they're going to open everything up to 100% capacity. So it looks like we won't have any restrictions. No masks. Uh, I still yeah. don't. You don't have to wear a mask. Still go get your shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? But come on out. Party with your boys. June 13th. Um, district in Wicker Park. And That's come right. On, come on, do your thing. Yeah, tell your friends, tell your family, bring everybody, man. Yeah, T- tell your was it? Yeah. Tell your friends, tell your neighbor, call your dad, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, enough hawk, enough hawk for today. <laughs> All right, this week we break down the last five games of the Bears' schedule. Justin Fields impressing the coaches in the voluntary OTAs. Uh, we talk about the Cubs' West Coast trip and uh, potential moves. Uh, some updates on what's going on with the White Sox and Tony La Russa becoming the second all-time um, winner and manager of wins. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and as always, stirring the pot, baby. <laughs> it's going to be a good one today. <laughs> but first, it's time for veteran TCS reporter Big Z and the Big Three with Big Z. Take it away, Z. Thanks, Z-Rock. I am Big Z, and you're not. I am not. That's right. <laughs> now for today's stories. Oh, boy. Oh, wait, do we got to talk about this? Yes, dude? this all is a big right. story. All right, all right. So, LeBron James, perfect record in the first round series ends with elim- elimination to the Phoenix Suns. The Suns, Chris Paul and the Suns. I mean. And Devin Booker and Booker the Suns. did his thing. And was it DeAndre Ayton? Is that his name? Oh. Yeah, first round pick a couple years ago. Look, they snapped. They did. Uh, the Booker had 24 points in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. I think they had like 12 or something. It, it was, it was, uh. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It, was it wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. So LeBron James and the defending N- NBA champions, Los Angeles Lakers, lost one thirteen one eleven to the Phoenix Suns in Game Six in the first round series of uh, eliminating, being eliminated on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Prior to the loss, James had had fourteen and zero first round series record in the playoff appearances for the Lakers, for Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland, Miami. Yeah, so he's never he's never lost in the first round before. Well, you can't say that no more now. Well, no, you can't. Um, so can someone check out Mike Logic? He might need some some <laughs> EMS support or something. Yeah, he he wasn't too happy. Uh, there was a meme that appeared on our page. Uh, that that wasn't me. It wasn't me either. Um, but uh, referred to LeBron James as a fraud, and and Mike Logic was not. Uh, <laughs> he was not, not happy, happy about at that. all. Yeah, he kind of took his ball and went home. Yeah, yeah I kind of like muted the check. It was it was going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the Lakers faced an injury bug all season. You know, you know, Mr. Paper, Anthony Davis. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, he was just hurt all year. Mr. Glass. Yeah, Mr. Glass. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the team was a seventh seed. I mean, they were the seventh seed, but they, they almost lost to the, the Golden State Warriors in that playing okay, game. Well, if we're being fair, it's not like the Warriors are some garbage team. You know what I mean? No. They have great players on that team. They were missing Clay. I kind of I thought the Warriors were going to take that because they were missing Anthony Davis. Right. Um, or, or I know that Anthony Davis has had a lot of uh, injury issues all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron James had, I think he had like an Achilles or some weird injury, and he was like, I'll never be the same. Whatever. Um, so I was kind of, you know, I, I'm always – 
rooting for Steph because I just think it's cool. Like he's, you, you, it's not often that you see a complete and total game changer. Yeah. And you see little kids out there playing ball just oh, because yeah, of no, Steph. He's completely like changed. Right. So he's one of these like game changer guys. Yeah. He's now, like one Michael with the fadeaway, and you got right. Steph with the three pointer. Yeah. Right. So and and I, I think. If we're being fair, that's where kind of Kobe gets lost in the shuffle a little bit because he just kind of did everything that Jordan did. So you went from essentially Jordan to LeBron because they did overlap. Yeah. But, you know, that's where that's where Kobe gets lost in the sauce there. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you have uh, Anthony Davis. He's been hurt most of the season. He tried to play. You saw him go out there. A lot of people were calling for the coach's heads for a lot, or the doctor for allowing him to go out there when he looks like he was only going on one leg. He kept grabbing at his groin because he was injured. He tried. He, he tried. Did, he tried, and and hey, guess what? Uh, goodbye. He can he can, now he can rest all all off season. Yeah, you can rest all you want now. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Suns are going to be appearing in the playoffs for the first time since 2010. Yeah, advancing to the second round to face uh, the Joker. Yeah, and the Denver Nuggets. Now, all of the teams that are left, there's there's I think like five teams that have never won a title, and there's three teams that haven't won a title. And like you know, I think the Mavs were the most recent one to win a title in like 2011, 2012. But the other ones are like the 80s or the 50s or whatever it is. Like the Hawks, that'll be interesting. Um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, yeah, right, exactly. The so Nets. They're, they're probably going to get their first title this year. But mm. what's going on with with Phoenix versus? Um, um, the Nuggets. That's going to be a really oh, good series. Yeah. I mean, so it, it's it's uh, it's exciting basketball right now. Yeah, I mean, if it's on, I'm watching it. Right. I, I always like it, it, like we were talking about before. Regardless of the sport, like I'll kind of watch the playoffs. Like I was watching the uh, the women's um, college world series the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yeah, it, this got to be the best of the best. Right. You know. So. All right. Story number two. This is a good one. This is this one hits this close to home. Yeah. Right? Greg Olson's eight year old son has successfully. Had a heart transplant surgery. Absolutely. T.J. Olsen, uh, the eight-year-old son of former NFL player Greg Olsen, successfully received a heart transplant on Friday. Olsen and his wife found out when she was pregnant with T.J. that he would be born with a hypoplastic left heart syndrome. Ouch. It's a birth defect that affects the normal blood flow through the heart. T.J. had three open-heart surgeries before his third birthday, but there have been... um, They've been relatively healthy until recently when his heart began to fail. Mm. After the surgery, Olsen took to Twitter to say that the surgery was success, and he also went on to thank out the donor of the family. He said, we want to, we want to ask everyone uh, to take a second to pray for uh, our donor family. Their selflessness during a tragic time gave our boy a chance at life. We don't know who they are, but they will be forever, we will be forever grateful for every day we have with TJ. You know, it's a uh, it's an emotional story. We knew that there was something going on with his son because you know we we kind of followed Greg Olson's career, even though he right. was traded away from the Bears. Um, and and you know he was one. I actually met him in person. He's a giant, and, he, and he's a yeah. super nice dude. You had a uh, a dinner at, at Ditka's. Um, oh, okay. So from like Waddle and Sylvie. Gotcha. Yeah. With Let, oh, lunch with, yeah, lunch with yeah, legend. Something something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, this is kind of this. Kill, Hits close to home, not just as a parent, but as a uh, you know a, a, a fan of the team. You kind of follow the the story going on with him as he progresses through his career. He right. retired recently, just this year, after one year with the Seahawks. Um, and you know, we think about like Peanut Tillman with his daughter, uh-huh. and you know, I think back to like anything that could happen with my daughters. Right. So I, you know, I totally understand like how important that is, and like 
how deep you feel for something like that. So I'm really glad to hear that the kid's doing well and that he was able to get a donor heart. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's always been a stand-up guy. He's, right. I think he won the uh, Walter Payton Award. I believe and, and, right. he a, and he was a finalist year after year. Right. So um, he's a really good guy, and I'm really happy that his family uh, stays intact and everyone's going to be healthy. Story number three. Duke coach Mike Krzyzewski. Hey! Oh, I was... Woo. Okay. The only reason yeah, I got this right is because I know guys, his name. Guys, <laughs> let me explain something to you. I originally just had Coach K written up there for our stories, but I was like, I'm going to put the whole name in there because I want to see what's going to happen. <laughs> so I'm pleasantly surprised, but I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to throw me a curveball. No, Mike Krzyzewski. Guy, yeah. He's going to retire after 41 seasons at Duke. Wow. Needless to say, Coach K has been an inter- integral part of the sport for the last four decades and will leave, a college, um, will leave college basketball as one of the best coaches of all time. In his 41 years at the helm at Duke, he posted a 1,097 win record versus th- 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 302 losses. <laughs> That's a uh, 78% win percentage. So 12 Final Four appearances, five national champions, longtime assistant John Sh- uh, Shire. John mm-hmm. Shire. Yes. He will take over the program in 2022. The 33-year-old Northbrook native led his high school team to an Illinois State Basketball Championship Um and he was a high school All-American mm-hmm. and the captain of the 29-2010 Duke Blue Devils that won the 2010 uh, NCAA championship. I think his career was cut short. He had some eye issue. I don't I don't remember exactly what it was. I want to say he went overseas and played in, like, Israel for a while. Um, he didn't really make it in the NBA. But, yeah, I mean, like, he's been with the, the staff over there, I want to say, since, like, 2012. So he's been with uh, Coach K, and I think that they were grooming him to be the replacement all this time. Now he's going to be he's in his early to mid-30s, you know, and they're going to give him his next 41 years. I think that's the hope because you think about 41 years, Shishevsi is uh, – 74. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's kind of, yes. yeah, right, literally, right, exactly the same. So, I mean, hey, good for the kid. Um, congrats to Coach K. He's from the from the south side of, I believe. Um, so, congrats to him. A fantastic, amazing career. 12 Final Fours, five national championships, 784 win percentage. That's insane. It's going to be weird not seeing the, the staple coaches anymore. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, with Duke losing their coach and then uh, North Carolina, yep. you know, he stepped down as well. It's just weird. I mean, I guess it goes with getting older. You got to put some fresh blood right. in here. Right. I, I wish the White Sox would have done that. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I want to give a quick shout out to Simone Biles, the Olympic gold medal uh, winning gymnast. She's going to be making a comeback this year in the pushback version of the 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Uh, she was seen with a diagram on her uniform of a goat. Made out of sequins. Oh, is that what it was? I couldn't. I, I could not figure it out. Is so dope. I love this. I can't wait for the Olympics. I look forward to them every four years. Uh, they're going to run this year from July 23rd until August 8th. Uh, I'm a big track and field guy just because you know my Jamaican brethren are going to go up there and do their thing and win every event. So I'm cool with it. Um, I love it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like uh, I thought you were going to say cool runnings or something. Not nah, that's, that's the winter. When it's right. snowing, yeah. No, I mean, first of all, um, Simone Biles got that black girl magic. I love it. It's so dope to just be out there. Is it being cocky? No, not when you back it up. No. When you're the best and and you recognize yourself as the best, be the best. Beat me. Right. Right. (laughs) Take it away. Come get it. Right. So I I absolutely love this. I think it's so dope. And uh, 
Yeah, I wanted to give her a shout out because uh, this is fire. This is a dope move, especially going into the Olympics. And uh, they all had to wait an extra year, so I hope they really show up. Yeah, man, I, I, I'm excited for the Olympics. I um, I like watching the swimming events. Yeah. Um, obviously, the, I think there's going to be baseball this year. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, there was there was a couple of uh, additional qualifying. events that yeah, that were added on baseball. I think one of them. I think they added golf the last go around. And, and I think wrestling came back. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They 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 took it off for a while. Yeah. So it, it's I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun, and, and I'm sure it'll give sports, us something sports, funny to talk about, right? All right, y'all. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. It's time to talk about our beloved Chicago Bears. This is Three and Out. All right, y'all. Today we're going to break down the final five games of the 2021 season. Uh, right now we're looking at a 6-5 and five record uh, going into week 14. At Green Bay. At Green Bay. Hmm. Uh, that's an L. <laughs> that's an L. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you got Aaron Rodgers. If he's there, if he's playing, it's an L. That was the caveat I was waiting for because I want to say I heard on the radio Rob Nabotsky came off and said, I'm going to say he's a reporter. Um, he said that he doesn't see a scenario where Aaron Rodgers returns to Green Bay. People are still saying this. He's still on the contract. Until oh, he's under contract. That doesn't mean he's going to play, and that doesn't mean he can sit out the year. It's not like he doesn't have the money. He's he's sitting out OTAs. They're op- they're optional. Everyone's sitting out OTAs. Right. Everyone. Everybody, Roquan Smith. <laughs> well, now now here's the thing too is that um, what they were saying is it's possible because that first week he uh, Matt Nagy gave the team off. They're saying that hey, because in the second week. Everybody showed up. All of the linemen, every wide receiver except Allen Robinson, the whole team. Right. So they're like, well, did he negotiate with the team? He's like, look, the first week, optional, yes, straight up optional. But I need y'all all to be there second week. So yeah. if you want to take that first week, go ahead. Please, I need everybody there second week. And maybe I, I feel like that's a good possibility of what happened for for every offensive lineman to show up. All the, You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's impressive. It that's is. impressive. So, I mean, it seems like we feel that the Bears are finally moving in a direction that's going upwards. You mean like a professional program? Oh. No, look at that. So weird. Mm. So, you, so you got the L based on the caveat if uh, Aaron Rodgers is there. Yeah, yeah. What about if, if uh, was it Jordan Love is the quarterback? Uh, they, they, got five, they got five or six quarterbacks on their roster. Yeah, but Jordan Love is the guy they drafted. And he's all not, the rest of the guys are just like these randos. He's not ready. How do we know? How do we? Have you ever seen him play? Just in college, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like we don't know if he's right. We don't know what, what it's the, the, it's the whole Justin Fields uh, caveat there too. So, I mean, yeah. again, if Aaron, if Aaron is playing, yeah, it makes it difficult for the Bears as usual, especially in Green Bay. Now, if it's one of those, uh, you know, other quarterbacks, then obviously we have a higher chance of, of winning that game. So as as we stand right now, under contract is Aaron Rodgers, and we expect Aaron Rodgers to be the starter. Yeah, so that's so the, that's the theory that we're working on. Um, so we're going to call that one a loss. Yep. All right. Uh, next up, week 15 uh, versus the Vikings. Monday, Monday night, night football here in Chicago. That's a W. That's, That's a, a W. w. Okay. That is a W. The Vikings, please. Yeah, I mean, it, they do have good players on the team. We can't front like Dalvin no. Cook isn't a good player. No, no, he's a very good player. Uh, no. Was it Justin Jefferson, the, the young guy? Yeah. The Kirk w- Cousins, like, we, we don't have to like him. As we, he's one of these guys who are like, 
middle of the road. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He and the, to be honest, I mean, we would have taken Kirk Cousins over Trubisky over the last couple of years. So, mm. like, yeah, we would have. Stop, 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 stop. Because <laughs> here's the thing: is that no one pays attention to the Vikings until they like have a decent record. The right. rest of it, it's it's again, it's just like the Tigers. No one's paying attention to the Detroit Tigers except Detroit, they unless <laughs> they have a good record yeah. or they have a superstar. You know what I mean? So it's just that same thing. Nationally, no one's thinking about the Vikings. No, nobody. People is. pay attention to the Chicago Bears, yeah. and they pay attention to the Packers and the Giants and the Bucks or wherever team that Brady's playing on. Exactly. So you have these teams where don't they don't get that much love and they don't get much that much attention. So we would look at. A guy like Kirk Cousins, I would have definitely taken him over Trubisky because at least he's an established quarterback, and with what we had in the team, you could have got somewhere. Now, is he better than Andy Dalton? They're probably about the same. Yeah, they're the same. Is he better than Justin Fields? Well, we, well, don't, we know don't know where Justin Fields is yet. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a toss-up, but being at home on, yeah. on the on big stage, I'm going to call that a that's, w. that's a W. All right, the next game, Week 16, is a 305 game versus the Seahawks and Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> You know she runs that team, man. Uh, apparently. So, uh, yeah. Well, now she does, now that uh, Russell Wilson started speaking up. Um, but, yeah, so this is going to be in Seattle, so that's why you got that 305 start. This is the day after Christmas, so it sounds like either the boys won't be home for Christmas or they're going to travel that night. Um, which makes it even worse. Which that- makes it even harder. And uh, Russell Wilson, again, th- we tried hard as hell to get him over yeah. here before yeah, they even looked at Andy Dalton, before they even looked at Justin Fields. So, you know. I would say that the Bears are pretty familiar with him and his mm-hmm. style of play and what he can do, and so are we. So I'm going to say that more than likely this is going to be a, a loss for the Bears. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. So. That's a that's a no. All right. Next up, the penultimate game, the second to last game of the season, is going to be uh, the day after New Year's. It's going to be against the Giants at home, a noon start. The Giants of New York. Right. Um, I, I think this is still a win for the Bears. This is a win for the Bears, even though – I think Saquon's going to come out, you know, super vindictive. Right. Because, you know, he got injured here at Soldier Field, and he was having a great season. But uh, who's their quarterback, Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones, the great unknown. I want to say they also drafted a quarterback as well in this draft. Um, and, and Daniel Jones, we still really don't know what this guy is. He, right. he kind of looks like it, – it's funny because he looks like a law professor's son that, like, <laughs> wandered onto a football field. Um, it, it's super random. He's kind of athletic. But, you know, I don't think he's the guy that's going to be end up being the uh, next star for the New York Giants. Um, I think it really we'll we'll depends see. on what happens with um, with not only Saquon, but the rest of the players they just bought in. Because don't forget, they just got Kenny Galladay on that team, too. So they've made some improvements on their team. It just depends on, you know, what else do we think that the Bears are going to be doing at that point in the season. Yeah, I, I still think just because... I think we have more talent on our team than they do, even though they, they have a pretty good offensive line mm-hmm. and a good running game. And now adding uh, another wide receiver. That, that's Very good wide receiver. Right, that we should have. I thought we should have went after, but we didn't have them, the money for it. So. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, 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 do you go after Booker? Or, I mean, do you go after Galladay? Or are you still trying to go after Robinson, put the tag on him? You know what I mean? Right. At this point, they have. I think they have enough receivers there that they should be able to build something upon what they had last year. And, and what they uh, brought in this year, even though Daz got that, that collarbone. But he's, um, he should be fine by the, by the no, time he, season and starts. He'll, he'll be ready by the time minicamp starts, right. um, uh, the full minicamp starts. But, yeah, I mean, we just I, – I don't know. I mean, it's a win. I, I think it's a win. All right, uh, last game of the season against the Vikings again. Yeah, so that's going to be um, in Minnesota, last game of the season. So I'm going to take a win just because – 
I think at that point the Bears should have something to play for. And, and I feel like when it comes down yeah. to the season, um, I don't – again, a lot of this is, is predicated on what happens with Aaron Rodgers. But if they come out and they're able to – solidify what we think should be their position, which I think they should be able to take first this the season. The yeah. Bears, yeah. This so is a, yes. they might be, like I said, if Jordan Love is starting, then you're looking at the, the Vikings and the Bears fighting out for first place. And I feel like the Chicago Bears do better under pressure than the Vikings do. Yeah, I think this is also a win. This, is the, this, this part of the season is the only part of the season where we have back-to-back wins. Um, yeah. No, we had uh, no, we, we had we had the Thanksgiving game, the Thursday night game, a win against Detroit, and then a win against the Cardinals. Here. Oh, okay. So yeah, so we got uh, two wins for the last two games of the season. So let me do my math here. Carry the six. One, two, <laughs> seven, one, two, three. So we got a nine and seven. That doesn't make sense. Is that the right number? It should be ten and seven. Uh, well, then we missed the number here. Um, oh no, that's what it is. So we got a nine and eight season. Nine that's eight. what we're predicting. That's what we're predicting based on what we have here. So I'm going to run it down real quick. Uh, week one at the Rams, we have a loss on Sunday Night Football. Week two, uh, Bengals visit uh, Chicago. We have them winning that game. Um, week three at the Cleveland Browns, we have a loss. Yes, we do. Week four against the Lions here, we got a win. Um, at Vegas in week five, we got a loss uh, versus the Packers here. We got a win at Tampa and Tom Brady, a loss versus San Fran in Chicago, a win at Pittsburgh on Monday Night Football. We have it as a loss. Week 10 is your bye week versus the Ravens in week 11. I believe we had a win. Uh, Detroit on Thanksgiving. So maybe we got a triple win here. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Detroit on Thanksgiving, we have a win. Uh, Against the Cardinals, we have a win. Green Bay in week 14, we have a loss. Again, predicated on Aaron Rodgers. Week 15, Monday Night Football against the Vikings. We have them winning that game. Uh, At Seattle, week 16, we have a loss. Week 17 versus the Giants and week 18 versus the Vikings. We both have wins. Just pretty much what we thought it would be. Nine, you know, 500 team. Right. So, you know, I think it's a ten, I think we had a 10 and 7 because we had the Ravens as a win. Okay. So, I mean, look, that should get you into the playoffs. It should. That should get you into the playoffs. If um, they win the division, they're in. But I don't think there's going to be a lot of teams at 10 and 7 in the NFC. So, you're not going to get the wild card. Well, no, you have two. You're gonna have two wild cards. No, you only have one wild card one now wild, because yeah. they because they changed the format. So, um, yeah, this is gonna be a very interesting season. Um, this is gonna be a season that I I really think that is gonna tell us what's gonna happen for the next ten years with the Bears organization. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's rumors that they're gonna sell. Yeah, there, there's the root. Yeah, there was rumors going around that they possibly might be selling. But I mean, again, this is all rumors. We've we've heard people rumbling that the the Bears should sell the McCaskies for years and years. And well, they I'm can like, sell the McCaskies. Oh, well, the McCaskies are going to sell the Bears. <laughs> you know what I mean? But for years and years. But I mean, it's. Uh, I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, it's something drastic has to happen. I think if they sell, it's going to be after Virginia passes away, and she's damn near a hundred if she's not there already. So, I mean, if, if they're going to sell, it's going to happen within the next ten years. And it'll, be, it'll be like the Blackhawks with right. Rocky Warts. You know? Well, yeah, yeah, and, and that was just kind of pa- the passing down the baton, though. That's what really what that is. Well, yeah. Once the old man that they're like, oh, we could put the games on TV now right, and make some right. more money. So, you know, we're talking about a lot of things that are predicated on what's going to happen with the quarterback positions. Uh-huh. Uh, Matt Nagy is already out there gushing all over Justin Fields. He says that 
He is everything we thought he was going to be. Speaking with the media this past week, Matt Nagy declared that Fields has been everything we thought he was going to be when they scouted and drafted him. He praised Fields for being hungry for knowledge and applying himself on the field. Everything we thought he was going to be when he got here with learning and being obsessed with everything that we teach him and then being able to be himself on the field, he's really doing things in a really good way, Matt Nagy said. <laughs> Uh, when something good happens, he reacts the same. And that part, that's a good thing. That's a good trait to have because you can never get too high and you can never get too low. That's why he's had the success that he's had. I cannot stand that man talking, man. It's just a bunch of words in a garbage can lit on fire. I mean, Nagy, he's definitely a, a, a very good chef of word salad. Mm -hmm. But he is trying to navigate... What can I tell you and what, can, what can't I tell you? Because 15 years ago, you could pretty much say whatever you want. Right. Now, saying one little thing or hinting one way or the other is going to get your ass fired. Well, you he's, all, he's, he's almost there. I don't think so at all. You don't think so? If he would have been fired, they would have fired him last year. They, uh, that would have been no, the opportunity to do it. Now now you, you're married to a new quarterback. And, and obviously. No, no. He's, he's this married. is the first time that he's had a chance to pick a quarterback. Okay, come on. There's there's plenty of teams. Stop, first of all, there's plenty of teams that, that, that get a quarterback that, that they didn't draft. This right here, this mindset of, oh, get rid of him. This is the same reason why Jay Cutler failed in the Chicago Bears. Because every time he had, he was here for nine years, and every couple years, let's rotate it. Let's change it out. Let's change it out. That's why he had, what, six different offensive coordinators? That's a problem. That's a problem. And that's what I'm saying is that if you have no model of consistency, how are you expected to grow whatsoever? It doesn't make any sense to sit there and keep changing our coaches over and over. There is no su successful team in history that keeps changing the coach every three years. It is makes no sense. So if you're going to build a program this way, you build it with the people that you have because you pick them. The whole idea is that you build. Ryan Pace is, is supposed to grow in the role, right? Right. Just like every other person, just like the quarterback, just like every receiver and every running back and every linebacker, just like Matt, uh, Matt Nagy is supposed to grow. Both of these guys are in the first chance at these positions they have, they've had in the NFL. Now you actually give them something to play with, right? You give them a legitimate first-round starting quarterback. Now you have to see what they can do with it because now there's absolutely no excuse. Mm -hmm. You either develop the guy – or you fail. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm pretty sure at some point we were both calling for his head last season. I think we were upset at what he was doing, but I also think that we could recognize as the season was going on that it was just a just a fluff year. It was like, well, Trubisky's going to be gone next year anyway. And what they were doing is, number one, you knew they were going to some, somehow, some way blame certain things on COVID. Uh -huh. Well, we didn't have this practice or that. Oh, we never got the whatever it is. But number two, it was the walk year for Trubisky. So what did they do? They made him the scapegoat. And guess who's not here? And just like I said, if Nagy and Paces, or if Nagy specifically is here, then Mitch will not. Yeah, and if Mitch that. was here, Matt, so you knew where that was going. Yeah. Because, again, Pace was the one that picked Trubisky. Nagy did not get a chance to pick a quarterback. And Justin Fields fell into their lap. The true test is going to be what they do with him, with his talent and with his development. And that is why Matt Nagy will not sit there and be upfront with you because he wants to make sure he does not stunt this, this kid's growth. And that's his job. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if he, uh, he's actually the quarterback whisperer and developer that 
We've all said there's, that he is going to be. There's no such thing. It's such a garbage. If you have a little bit of success doing something and you do something just a little bit different than other people have done in the past, oh, hear them. The dog whisperer. You gave him treats and asked him to sit down. <laughs> Good for you. Like, what are you doing? You figured out how dog whistles work. Congratulations. <laughs> it, it's such a stupid thing. Like, but we're so we in the age of the internet where everything is at our fingertips and technology goes so fast. We're so used to, you know, I look at my phone, I press a button, it shoots, you know, a hundred million miles up into the space and it comes right back and it tells me, you know, <laughs> you know, who LeBron James third cousin is. You know what I mean? Like it just tells you information so fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family affair. Um, but we have to give this organization, mm-hmm. this coaching staff, this front office a chance to see what they can truly do when given the right tools for the job. Going to that 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 subject right there, that that topic. I remember you were upset, and you were saying, "Give up the playbook, give yeah. it to Bill Lazor." Mm-hmm. Now he's going to get the playbook back. Yep. I mean, are you you're, you're happy with that? Him taking the, the reins of the offensive right back, taking it away from Lazor. Here's the thing. Or is it going to be a collaboration? Number one, it should always be a collaboration. Well, it period. should be, but that was—that's their key word. We yeah. collaborating. And, and, and number, like I said, number one, it should always be a co- collaboration. Your your offensive coordinator's job is to design a game plan that he thinks should be successful against the other team's defense. That mm-hmm. is what his job is. So it's not necessarily his job to play the calls. It's his job to develop the plays that he thinks is going to win. It, right. That's his These job. plays are going to play work for. against this defense. Correct. Right. So, I mean, who's actually calling the play or who's making up the play? You know what I mean? Like, mm. all of that is going to be collaborative, but I think the fact of the matter is is that I will say that if we're going to blame Nagy for everything that happens, then he's going to be the one with the keys. And otherwise, all you're going to do is find other scapegoats for every time something happens. But now you have the keys to the car. So if you crash, it's on you. All right. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. What's up, Chicago? This is Enrique Calderon coming at you. Wanted to congratulate my boy Jose Big C Zalzo and his homie E-Rock from True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast on their one-year anniversary. Y te lo dice Enrique Calderon. We all know that 2020 was no joke, and with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? 
Check out ACSI.tech and click on careers to get started. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. Time to touch bases with our baseball teams. This is three up and three down. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. So, E, what's going on with these hot cubbies, man? Oh, yeah. First of all. The Cubs are going to open Wrigley Field all the way. 100% attendance this weekend because the city of Chicago aligned its full reopening with the rest of the Illinois, meaning that this weekend when the Cubs welcome in the Cardinals, it will be a packed house. Uh, everyone, come on down. We're going crazy. <laughs> so that means that uh, both the Wrigley and the G-Spot are going to be open for business. Hey, go support your baseball team. Go support so I drove through Wrigleyville last night. Oh boy, you not wrong. Oh boy is right. Uh, it's it's crazy already. It's a hot mess. Out it there. is crazy already. You you know the funny thing is is that what I was saying is you know all the people that turned twenty one last year that had nowhere to go. Uh, oh, they're gonna go extra ham right now because now you you got the old crop of twenty one year olds who are now turning twenty two, and you got the new crop of twenty one year olds, and they're gonna pack Wrigley. So uh, if you enjoy that type of thing. Go for it. Uh, I'll go to the game, but uh, it's too much going on there for, yeah, that, that's, for, for old folks like me. Yeah, that is too much uh, <laughs> drama. It, it, you've see, we've seen the videos, right? Uh-huh. See those twenty-one-year-olds sitting, you know, uh, crisscross applesauce, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, regurgitating everything that they uh-huh. had all the, all night. Yeah, that's yeah, the type yeah, of uh, sit, atmosphere you're going to be seeing sitting on the curb. And it looks like Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, not pretty. While while we're uh, while we're bringing up old phrases, I'll bring another one. Save that drama for your your mama. mama. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Hey, listen, Patrick Wisdom is on a tear. The Cubs rookie has only appeared in 12 games this season and only 10 starts, but he already has seven home runs. Does that include today's game? That is including today's Sunday game, yes. Uh, He's technically still a rookie. He only started... Uh, he only had 78 at bats with three teams prior to this year, so he remain he retains his rookie status because uh, the cutoff is like 150. Okay, uh, he came into 2021 with a total of four homers in those 78 appearances. So <laughs> he's already doubled it. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, he currently sports a 438 batting average, more than 150 points above his career average of 267. Now, while that pace is ultimately unsustainable, it does bring up some interesting speculations as a summer and trade deadline draw closer. So one of the things that we're looking at is we're still talking about Chris Bryant, uh-huh. what the Cubs are going to do. Should they ship him off and try to bring him back like you said? Yeah. Uh, the thing is, is that Wisdom stepped in a third after Bodie went out with that shoulder injury, and he really hasn't missed a beat at all. Does, uh, does, when the, does he play any other positions? I think he plays all field, doesn't he? Everyone plays everything on this team. I swear to God, that's great. That's it's, great. It's awesome. You, you. I, I feel like this is one of the most versatile um, rosters that I've ever seen because you pretty much every player you can play at other positions. 
Yeah, it makes everybody uh, very valuable. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Wisdom is, uh, right now, he's 29 years old. He joined the Cubs after signing his second one-year minor league deal and then added him to the 40-man roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, while the story of all these late bloomers playing real well for the Cubs is entertaining, there's no way that the Cubs can possibly think that this guy can come close to KB's production. No. No. So, not at all. While there's rumors about like, whoa, does this make KB expendable? That's goofy as hell, so no, stop that mess. KB's playing MVP ball. Exactly. Uh, the Cubs do need pitching help, and there is a familiar name coming up in trade rumors. Uh, there had been some previous linkage between the Cubs and the Colorado Rockies uh, right-hander John Gray in okay. 2019. Uh, so it wouldn't really be a shock to hear more noise building up to the July 31 trade deadline. Uh, he currently has a 371 ERA and 11 starts this season. His strikeout rate is below his career average, but he ranks in the 81st percentile in the hard hit rate and the 94th percentile in the barrel rate. If the Cubs are going to go after a guy who this is just a middle of the rotation guy, you know, who can they try to get some help like this? It, Patrick Wisdom could be a guy. It, it's a good time to sell. Right. The stock is super right. high. I mean, I, I really think that the, the Cubs should go – Look at the Rockies. Look at the Diamondbacks, who are both about 14 and 18 games respectively out of the race. Mm-hmm. Their season's done. Y- yeah, uh, Eight, 18 games is a lot. You're it, not gonna. It, serve. It's. I mean, you were also before the the uh, All Star game, so you, you know we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, this is the hot stove is not hot yet. Right. It's, it's barely warming right. up. Right, you just, it's on a simmer. It's on a simmer. It's on yeah. a simmer. When it comes to a full boy, this is going to be again very interesting season, both sides of town, because both teams have these young guns have come up. And later in the career, done well. Because look at what this guy's doing. It's not any different than the way that your boy Yeramin was doing in the beginning of the season. No, not at you know all. I mean, it's pretty, and he, and pretty close. And he cooled off. He was he went for like an he was at a exactly. 0 for twenty five. So he broke that streak. But looking at the at the NL, the East is jam packed. I yeah. mean, the furthest the the Nationals are six and a half games back, and that's a week of baseball. Let's just right, put it that way. So right, right. you know, you get hot, you you can catch up. Uh, right now, the Brewers are on top of the division above the Cubs, which is very surprising. You, you're supposed to be the Cubs and the Cardinals there. Yeah. But the Brewers are doing their thing. Um, the Brewers still have really good players in the team. So, yeah, you know, we can't, was cold. we can't forget about Christian Yelich. Yeah. One of the best. I mean, he wasn't. He won the, the MVP. MVP a couple years yeah. ago. So, I mean, you can't sleep on him. No. You can't he, sleep on the Brewers. He, he just had a bad season last year. Right. And he was hurt the year before that. And then and, he started slow. And the thing is, too, is that we're still – seeing what we're going to expect out of the Cincinnati Reds because they built up a pretty good team. Now, they don't have Trevor Bauer this year, but they still have Castellanos. They have a lot of good players on that team. They have a lot of offense, but not enough pitching. Correct. So, uh, and they're only four games out. So, I mean, that's... So, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty tight race in the Central. Yeah, the East and the Central is going to be super tight. It's just the West that's really a three-team horse race there with the Giants, who the Cubs are playing right now. Yeah, the Padres, who are two games back, and the Dodgers, who are three and a half, which well, is very surprising. Well, the thing is, is that the Giants are that Cinderella. Team, yeah, well, they kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and again, we're pretty early into the season. I say early because we're still like we're coming towards like the end of the first third of the season. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone really expected a ton out of San Francisco this season, um, especially consider the fact that they're what two years removed from their all-star their stud madison Baumgartner, who's now in the diamondbacks right um, and what we, we what we really expected um the the padres and the dodgers to do to almost run away with the division from the start you know as long as they're not beating up on each other which of course they do but i don't think anyone really expected this much out of san francisco no it's, it's similar to on the AL where you have the boston red sox who 
just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to be a garbage team. And guess what? They're and, in first and, place. Of right. The, and second then, place. And, right that, and that's the thing is that these are teams with, uh, you know, championship pedigree. These are not mm-hmm. just like random teams where you get that one-off championship like you got in with the Washington Nationals or the Kansas City Royals. Or the Cubs or the Sox. You know, well... But, I mean, the Cubs and the Sox went to, uh, well, the Cubs went to the playoffs several times since then. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah. that's what I'm saying is that um, you have teams that that, are, that championship caliber uh, where they won multiple times within the past 10 years. I mean, you look at between 2010 and 2020, I mean, the, the Red Sox and the, and the Giants won, what, five or six of those titles. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, we shouldn't we shouldn't sleep on these teams because they'll find a way to win it. Yeah, and it, again, it's surprising. It's actually good. It makes baseball more competitive. It's Absolutely. fun to watch. Absolutely. All right, Z, what's going on on the so site? White Sox, White Sox, go, go, White Sox. Let's go, 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 White Sox. Oh, boy, the White Sox, the yeah, White Sox. Eight and two in their last ten games. They actually won today on Sunday. And uh, not bad considering they've had a bunch of bench players yep. thrust into the starting lineup in the outfield. Lou Bob and Eloy have left a huge hole in the offensive side. Yet Billy Hamilton has stepped up. Yermin Mercedes has stepped up. Andrew Vaughn, the rookie that's supposed to be playing first base. He played first base today, but they threw him in left field. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, there you go, kid. Have, have at it. Lurie Garcia was a bench player, playing second, playing center, playing left, playing right. Mr. He's a, a, a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, he yeah, can yeah. do everything. Danny Mendick, another guy, plays second base. He can play. He, they put him in the outfield as well. They're like, hey man, we need somebody out there. Can you stand out there? Please, just, just stand out there. Uh, Jake Lamb, a guy whose career was practically over, and they took a flyer at him. The Sox seem to do well when they pick up those kind of guys that kind of fell off the radar of mm-hmm. other teams. The thing that they don't do well is pick up. Uh, Players that were former stars on other teams, and they have a habit of doing that. That's the old, old, old regime. You know, the, I mean, the, so, the so, Manny Ramirez, the Ken Griffey Juniors at the end of the careers. Yeah, the, and and that was just to put butts in seats. And that honestly, that yeah. was that was to compete with the Cubs when you knew that you were just looking for eyes. Yeah, yeah. Because you knew that as a Cubs fan, if the team is interesting, if you have an interesting player on the team, I'm going to watch your game. Right. Okay. Um, but it seems like you know, like like you were saying, the White Sox have come up until. The modern way of thinking of hey, get a guy on the cheap, see what you can get of him. If you can, maybe flip him. Yeah. While you're if you're bad, but now that you're not a bad team anymore, you can use those guys. Take a flyer, just like the Cubs did when they got like Cargo mm-hmm. and they got Jason Kipnis and they got you know all these randos and pieces of their career. Right. And you know it's like it's just like um, who's who's the the skinny white kid on the. On the Cubs, I never forget. I know he's like the most boring. <laughs> Matt Duffy. Matt Duffy. Matt oh Duffy. Boy. That's who I'm thinking about. But yeah, Matt Matt Duffy is another guy that like kind of was under the radar and kind of just floated around. They didn't really the Giants didn't really make that big of an attempt to to retain him. So mm-hmm. Cubs take a flyer on him, you know. And he's been a very in, important part of the team this year. Yeah. He's, he's got them quite a few wins. Yeah. Well, the starting pitching has also been the rock of the of the team. Lance Lynn seven one with one point two three ERA. He leads the league in ERA. And then you got Rodon, the guy who was not on the team. Yes. And he's he's five and two with a one point nine eight ERA. The rest of the staff has been so so. You know, they their their ERA is around three or four. And they've got like maybe like a five hundred record, most of them. Yeah. But they they're all getting like ten to fifteen strikeouts <laughs> per game. Like the way they've been pitching is ridiculous. Well Cease had a very good game today. Yeah, he had over ten strikeouts. Um but Lance Lynn, I mean, you know, again, another guy kind of slept on. Uh, mm-hmm. Floating around in free agency, and you know, 
I've, I keep saying that he's basically um, Mark Burley. No, two <laughs> John Lackey. John Lackey. Yeah. He, so basically, like I said before, Lanson reminds me of John Lackey. Was been in the league for a long time. Former mm. Cardinal mm. came over, doing well. Yeah. You guys are in the right trajectory. Yeah, we're, we're doing okay. I mean, once we get, I mean, we just got Adam Angle back, who's right comes in, plays center field, and robs somebody of a home run on yeah. his first day back. Yeah. So. It's looking good, and then you, if if Lou Bob or or Eloy come back mid season, that's an acquisition without making a roster move. That's what I that's what I keep harping on. Yeah, is that yeah, basically it's it's like a free free agent. Exactly. All right. Point number two over here. Could the White Sox actually move the team to Arlington Heights when their lease is up in twenty twenty nine? No. Oh, I don't think so either. There's no. First of all, no. Um, there is no shot in hell you're taking the team no who's current, like their their special city version jerseys or whatever, said Southside, and take them from the Southside and then put them in Arlington Heights. Yes. The Bears, go for it. You can't. The whole identity of the White Sox is Southside. Exactly. Agreed. Again, no one, this is just, this is a speculation just because the, the area's open Oof. and they want a team so bad. Again, the White Sox said, hey, we're not even thinking about that right yeah, now. Yeah, right. Yeah, so um, let's see. Roster moves. Billy Hamilton goes on a 10-day I.O. with an oblique strain. He, he took a swing and straightened his oblique, and I've had one of those, and duels are not fun to have. So if you saw, he basically had he, – he really wanted to have an un, inside-the-park home run, um, and he actually mentioned it during, I guess, to, to uh, Stoney when mm-hmm. I was watching the game. So he kind of got a not, a – not really a true inside-the-park home run, but he hit a triple that had a uh, um, error. an error on it. Mm-hmm. So he rounded the bases, and as he's coming into home, he slid hard as hell, and all of a sudden his right arm hit the foot of the ump, and it kind of – Pushed his trajectory forward so his face hit the ground and he was scraped up. And I'm like, you can't tell me that that wasn't part of whatever whatever he's got going on. Yeah, now. exactly. That's again. That was. I mean, like it was impressive. He's playing hard, he's right? So fast, oh it's incredible. God. I mean, he was like, because he was on the Cubs. I want to say either yeah. last year or the year before, just for a cup of coffee. But I mean, it's it's incredible to see how fast this guy actually is, and now he's actually hitting, and not just hitting. He had a couple of home runs. Yeah, he's Tim Madison's taking him under his wing and saying, "Hey, man." You're just, Tim, just Tim Anderson is older than, yeah, or, or younger. Young, he's younger, yeah. but he's, he's a better hitter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what he's been doing. So uh, let's see. Uh, so he goes down. Adam Angle comes back in. Right. Obviously, we talked about his him rhyming a home run. Um, uh, the White Sox also activated Vaughn from the uh, COVID list. He was on there for two days. Uh, your contact tracing. They didn't know if it was yeah. for sure or not, but he's back. He played first base. Um, and they sent down uh, Galvin Sheets, who was up here for a cup of coffee. We like to say that. Mm-hmm. And then next up for the White Sox is the 30-26 and 26 Blue Jays, who's one of the hottest teams in MLB, followed by another series with the Detroit Kitties. The, the Motor City Kitties. The Motor City Kitties, yeah. yeah. Um, the Jays are not a team to be messed with. No, they're fun. They're young. They're young. You got all the former like all stars sons yeah. all on the same team. Is it, uh, this is like BGO's son, yeah, Vlad's son. Yes, and then um, uh, who's the other? Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette. Right. Yeah. Bo Bichette. Yeah. So you got three former so, yeah, players. It's, kids. It's, yeah. yeah, I like so it. I like it a lot. It's it's crazy because this, you know what this reminds me of. Do you remember in the '90s they had like the portraits of like three babies standing in a crib, and one would have like a Jordan jersey? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, it's them, but they grew up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you could literally have that of those three players right now. It would be completely legit. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they're not a team to be uh, taken lightly. Um, 
they're going to be a factor in their division, but I don't think they're going to win it. No, no, I don't think they have enough to win it, but just they're going to upset some people. So, Absolutely. All right, last point, uh, and I'm going to use his real name today, Mr. LaRusa. The coach of the White Sox, yes. the manager of the White Sox, became the second winningest manager with 2,764 wins, passing John McGraw. He's still he's still behind Connie Mack though at 3,700. Yeah, no one's catching up. To Connie no one's Mack. catching. Up. Yeah, no. So congrats to Larusa on winning a bunch of games. Yeah, uh, way to go. Yeah, I mean, you're at the helm. I mean, it's just it, you're there for the result. The players play the game. You yes, players play the game. You definitely you know this this is kind of like Joe West, like yeah, hey, way to go for showing up for a long time for having perfect attendance. And I'm not look, I'm not <laughs> I'm not mad at the the accomplishment. I mean, I'm not saying it's not an accomplishment no. to be not just to be a major league manager, but to be able to sustain success over a long period of time. And and I'm still surprised that he's the manager of the White Sox, and it bothers the hell out of me. Likewise, likewise, what the hell is he doing there? He's collecting a paycheck. Tell you yeah, that much. Yeah, I hope this isn't like a John Fox where he was just like you know, he was his it was it was his retirement plan. He's like, <laughs> can, can I get a couple years out of you guys? How much you got? How much you got? <laughs> All right, let's take a pause for the cause and hear a word from our beautiful and generous sponsors. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes. You're out. We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, -hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. It's that time again, brother. Uh -oh. oh, you know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring the Pot. 
All right, brother. It's still summertime. Yep. And this is going to be really directed at you because you're a coach. You coach the girls. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. when you're coaching or when you're playing, well, I know your playing days are over, but. Thanks. <laughs> what do you put in your mouth? What? What? <laughs> are you a bubblegum? What? Chewer? Or are you a sunflower seed? Seeds. Seeds? Seeds all day. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Seeds? Yeah, seeds all day. I, do you, like, peel them in your mouth and throw out the seed, the, seed, oh, yeah, the, the yeah, shell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a whole thing. With the with the girls, with the coaches. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a big thing. Like, the, the one girl came in with, like, the Costco bag. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, she, like, the best thing is that when she was done with the bag, she could peel, put all her equipment inside. <laughs> It's Costco. Jesus. Yeah, it's good. No, seeds all day. We we no, had some uh, at no. the game the other day. Uh, we, there's like the taco flavor ones, which are actually pretty good, but they're so salty. Um, original, of course, but the other one someone brought the other day was hamburger flavored. What the? Right, right. So I was like, oh, that's that's intriguing. That's, that's, I've, I've had like. Ranch. Like, I had the ranch. It was well, decent. Ran- yeah, ranch, barbecue, like the old, oh, like the nacho cheese or whatever. Yeah. But so this. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> This was, it said cheeseburger or whatever, right? And I said, all right. I says, I'm intrigued. I get it. And I'm like, what does this taste like? Does this like ketchup, mustard? They're like, well, yeah. Hamburger yeah, grease. Says, okay. Because, like, you know, I mean, like you can recreate that. I've had like chips, Doritos or whatever. It was, right. And I yes. made that flavor before. Put it in my mouth. Oh, boy. And all I get is salt and dill. Oh. Pickles. Oh. Pickles on a burger. Yeah. <laughs> so stop that. <laughs> don't, don't mess up the new mics, bro. <laughs> hey. I hate, I hate pickles. I hate them so, do I. so much. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I can fight through this. I can fight oh, through this. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm in danger. And then like my my right or my left cheek felt like it was burning a hole from the inside. Oh, and I no. literally spit out a whole thing of seeds in my hand and chucked it. And my wife was like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, it tastes like pickles. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. So, yeah. see, like, at the game, absolutely. It's a whole thing. You know, I was, like, looking around for the seeds all the, all the time. Um, and it's funny because uh, the one coach, he's like, what? Why do you do that? There's there's so much work for so little, you know. Reward, yeah. It's like, like the little bitty seeds, yes. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just a thing to keep oh, your mind you, going. Oh, when you don't get this, when there's no seed in it, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. What happened here? But but by then, you already spit out the shell. And you already sucked out the salt. Well, because here's the thing. You know what I do is that I'll actually put the seeds in one side of my mouth, crack it, take the, the meat and put it on the other side of my mouth, and uh-huh. just keep cracking it so I got like a bunch of them and just eat them all at once. Well, you have a talented mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I am a bubblegum guy. Yeah. Give me the bubblegum. You can have gum at any time. Yeah, you can, but I, I, I'm I, not a bubblegum chewer, but when I'm playing softball or I'm on a coaching, I'm a bubblegum guy. And again, you know, what, what is, I don't, know, I don't know the name of the brand that the MLB uses, but either what, way. For the gum? Yeah. It it's like, usually Tops. Or, yeah. or yeah. Is it Tops? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like the it's yellow. A super, with the, with, or like, Double Bubble. Yeah, double bubble. It's yeah, th- that's double bubble. You're talking about with the uh, it comes in a bucket and it's yellow. And yes, outside. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's double bubble. That they, but that's I mean, I remember that being like the the penny. Yeah, penny gum. candy. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, 
Like, I, I remember, I, you know how many like, cavities I have taste. as a result? <laughs> you're like, taste is leaving in three, two, Gone. one. No more flavor. Yeah. <laughs> Pop and, in another one. Yeah, and then and then you're just jamming your mouth with this gray mush. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Give me the seeds. Uh, At least uh, there's some protein and sustenance there. Yeah, I'll take the big uh, the big leek chew, man. The big leek chew yeah. with the big purple one where you sit yes. there and you chew it for four seconds. And then they whatever they do, it's like the uh, the juice juice dramatic equation like they do on Starburst. And all of a sudden, your mouth just starts dripping all this purple <laughs> crap out the side. You're like, oh, my God, is this how it's supposed to work? <laughs> Why would you drip? You just said you had a talented mouth and you're dripping <laughs> out of your mouth now. Oh, my goodness. It, it's, it's so juicy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, before we get out of here, what are you looking at what this week? Yes, at? let's flip this You're around. Me. I'm asking you, what are you looking at? Uh, so I was watching um, Kim's Convenience. This is a uh, Canadian sitcom about a Korean family in Toronto and their corner convenience store, basically okay. like a bodega. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what drew me to the show i watched it a couple years ago when it originally came on netflix and i kind of kept up with them they just uh put up their last season which they recorded and um, produced during covid they showed some uh pictures of production they're all wearing the masks and stuff like that so they were sad about it being their last season but they did once i watched the final episode they did actually get to have a finale so i think they knew it was getting canceled or it was done or whatever it was but i was really glad because i hate it when you start getting into a show and then they're like oh here's the last season you're like great you get to that final episode and it was like okay who's the baby daddy and i'm like no it's like seven different guys i need to know i need to know (laughs) call maury call maury to know so yeah that's uh that's the, what I've been watching. I as soon as it came out, I binge watched it all in one day. Check it out. There's five seasons. It's it's actually pretty entertaining. Nice, nice. On my side, I, I I'm literally uh, just finished uh, uh, the Sopranos. Yep, <laughs> yep. I told you two weeks. Uh huh. So so now, now, how many times have you watched the Sopranos from start to finish? Um, probably in the twenties. Twenty different times. Cause I, I just have it on, especially yeah. during the summer, when when I'm you know I'm not working, I'll just have it on in the background while I'm doing stuff and around the house. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the voice of a single man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, who, ladies, if you want to come watch The Sopranos twenty times in a row, you know or, where to go. Or Game of Thrones. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that's enough. Uh, no, I, I'm really intrigued by the uh, the release of The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. Yeah. That was going to be my, uh, we're, we're going to watch it at some point this week. I couldn't, the funny thing is, is that it's one of the movies that's getting released not only in theaters, but also on HBO Max. Which, that's the way to do it. Which is way, the way to do it, because I got the HBO Max. Yes, I do. And um, so, I, I, the funny thing is, it's like, man, there was a movie coming out. And I can't, and, and it's a new one, and it's still mm-hmm. coming out on HBO. It was, turned out to be this one. We actually watched, within the past couple months, all of the other ones, including La Llorona, which was not good. That was not good, except for the last four minutes of the movie. Right, right. <laughs> That's I was like, this thing. took a long time. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So, um, I'm excited to watch it. My 11-year-old is going to watch it with us, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, again, I wasn't into the movies, those type of movies, and then someone said, come on, just give it a chance and watch them, and I started watching them, and like... Okay, they're decent. Yeah. And then I went to the theaters to go see La Llorona, and I'm like, this one sucked. Yeah. It was just, it was part of the story, but not the whole story. And they actually, there's about seven movies, because this also includes, The Conjuring uh, is part of uh, Annabelle, 
right? And, uh, mm-hmm. and that whole story. So there's about seven movies in this in this uh, sequence now. And and I want to say someone recently put up a meme showing you how to watch them in order as far as like time. Oh, the, t- the timeline, right? Right. So like, um, it's it's interesting. Uh, you got the same crew coming back for for a third one. So that, and that, that's what that's what like the the continuity. Right. I love exactly. That. Love that. Uh, another movie I want to watch is the Spyro movie that is in theaters. I'm waiting to for it to be oh, put isn't out. It, is that the, the, Saw. the Chris Rock? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With, it was Sam Jackson. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to see that. I want to play a game. I'm not. Let me tell you <laughs> something. It, I feel like there's a very low chance, unless it's like Star Wars or the Avengers, that I'm ever going to the movies ever again. Yeah, it's got to be one of the big franchises that you've been watching since you were a kid to actually go out there. Yeah. Like, or or I got to be like. Just completely nothing else to do, and or the AC broke down in the house and it's cold, because <laughs> because that was a thing in the summer. Yeah. Back in the day, your house would be hot as hell. Where you do go to the movies, the, the, the popcorn flicks, and you see people and they're like, "It's so cold in here." I was like, "I love, I love it." it. I right. love it. Just bring a blanket. Bring a blanket next time. That's all. All right. Well, it's time to get out of here, brother. That's correct. All right, y'all. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Do not forget this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. June 13th, our one-year anniversary party. Proceeds will benefit local charities for 20 bucks. You also get a free drink ticket. We're going to have raffles. We already have our stuff here from Stern Pinball. We got a couple of um, restaurants that are going to be providing our, our gift cards for us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come out and get your free drink that goes along with your entry ticket. Get your juke on. That's Some right. juke music. 1540 North Milwaukee in Wicker Park, 6 to 11 p.m. Come on out and see us at District. Uh, sounds are provided by some of our favorite DJs in the city. DJ J Funk, who was on the show. DJ Flymax and DJ Technique. June 13th, 6 to 11. Come on out and party with your boys. Get your tickets. We are presented by 606 Media Grit Clothing Company, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, Shine Native, North Caesar, D-Pong Chicago, All Net Podcast, Blaze Football, and Anchor. Come out and show some support to your boys and all the great people that have helped us put the show together. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That's TRUEFAN15. Go get your shirts right now. Now. And don't forget to check out our new friends at ACSI.tech and check out their career section to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Get your job. Get your job. Get a job. You know you need one. Then benefits are running out. Mm-hmm. Go do it. Shout out to Mike Logic and Ideal. The new episodes of the All Net Podcast are available every other Monday. Check them out right now for the best analysis of the NBA playoffs and listen to Mike Logic cry about LeBron. <laughs> Don't forget to check out Shine Native Radio Podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, Throw MC, and Words talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill spit. Go check them out right now. Shout out to Ronesh and shout out to Panic for the beats we used on today's show. Check out paniconthebeat.com for all your Molman merch and gear. And don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter. That's at True CHI Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and reach out to us on our email. We want to hear from you guys. Reach us at True Chicago Sports Fans at gmail.com. All right, y'all, for Big Z, this is E-Rock. We'll see you next week for episode 49. Mm. Until then, 
Be good to each other. For the love of sports. Yeah. You have a talented mouth. Mm, mm. <laughs> Why is it drooling? <laughs> a few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over. <laughs>